You're listening to a DM podcast. Heavens to Murgatroyd! His shooting has improved! He's in the next room! Wonderful! Wonderful! Hello everyone! Happy New Year! And welcome back to a new episode of Mystery Plus, our first episode for 2023. I hope you all had a wonderful break and enjoyed some time off. You probably must have either gone on holidays overseas somewhere or interstate, I would I would assume. And if you did, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. And it's always nice to be home, isn't it? Well, for me personally, I didn't go anywhere. So I was in Wollongong most of the time. Also, how was your Christmas? I hope it was all lovely for you. For me, Christmas was pretty fun for the most part. We just had a a quiet Christmas lunch with family. Mum's tiramisu as well. And with gifts, I received a diffuser, some cash, a shirt, a candle and a massage voucher. So that was Christmas. Anyway, I won't be the only one talking on this podcast. A certain voice is joining me today. And it's none other than my producer, Mandy. Welcome back, Mandy. Hello, Michael. Welcome back. It's great to see you. Likewise. It's been too long, I guess. Well, actually, I saw you a lot over the summer. You just didn't know that I saw you. How did you see me? Because... The ABC, which is the national broadcaster here in Australia, replayed Love on the Spectrum. So I got to see you in my lounge room all the time. I see. (laughs) Did you know it was being replayed? I didn't. Well, there you go. So there was a replay of Love on the Spectrum. Michael was everywhere. It was so good to see, you know, the person that you are now compared to the person that you were when you recorded that. Because how long ago did you record that now? Oh, the first season was recorded um, in 2019, so that was almost four years ago. And the second season, because you were in that as well, weren't you? Yep, 2020, a rather infamous year. That was almost three years ago. Why was it an infamous year? A certain thing that I don't talk about. Oh, of course, sorry, yes, you're right, sorry, yes. Yeah, so it's a while ago now, and I think you've really changed in that time. Certainly, I think your attitudes towards dating has changed because you've had a few more dates and you've met a few more women. You've had, you know, physical interactions with people. And so would you say that you're a little bit different to what you were when you were on that show? Yeah, I would say that I have. I have some dating experience. Yeah. But still haven't found the right woman yet. I know, Michael, but you know what? It's going to happen. I hope so. She's there. She's there somewhere. We just got to find her. Yeah. But it'll come with time. It will. And you're not in a hurry anyway. I think I remember you saying to me last year that you're actually focusing on other things right now. Yeah. Well, I'm still on the quest though, but it's just not in a hurried pace now. Well, I think 2023 could be the year. Could be the year that Michael Theo finds love. (sighs) Who knows? Who knows? What what would you like to achieve for for 2023, Michael? Have you got any goals that you'd like to shoot for? Yes. Worry less about my savings and don't focus too much on friendships. Okay. Why is that? Because I realized something. 
-hmm. The older you get, the harder it becomes to maintain friendships. For example, a lot of my old school friends, 90% of them have either moved away overseas or to a different state. The rest have kids now. Mm. Okay, so their lives have changed a bit. Yep, and because they've grown up, their lives have grown so quickly, it's kind of bit a little hard for me to to accept. Mm. It can be when things change with your friends. I've had that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I've been contemplating that with some of them, it's best that I move on too. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I've learned, and I'm a little bit older than you, several decades, or two decades older than you, but what I've learned is that some people come into your life and then they go out again and sometimes they come back. I've just reconnected with a friend that I had 25 years ago and we haven't really talked much in the last 10 or 15 years and we've just reconnected after a really long time and it's been nice and it's kind of worked really well. We just had to move away and do our own thing for a bit. So you just never know. Yeah, things can change. Hmm. I never really write people off because I think that you know, the ebb and flow of life means that people come and go in, into your world depending on what you and they've got going on. Yeah, of course. The other thing with friendships is there's always one person putting in all the work, making calls or sending texts. But these are all the reasons why I don't see friendship as serious as a, a marriage. All right, so there's some good goals for you. So basically yeah. you're going to... Not worry so much, it sounds like. That's one of your goals. Yeah. That's a great goal. I plan to continue doing the podcast for for the year as well. Yeah, great. And, and also continue pursuing acting. Fantastic, Michael. And listen, you've been doing all sorts of things, apart from being on my TV in my lounge room. I, a little bird told me that you were at the Sydney Zoo. I was, yes, in Blacktown. You know what? I didn't know there was a zoo in Blacktown. There is. It's... A really amazing place to be. Okay, so you went there to sort of show people the animals? What was your role? Nope. I was um, taking clips and, and photos on my phone, and another friend of mine named Andre, who's actually a photographer, volunteered to help help me with it throughout the day. So you took loads of photos. And yep. which animals did you see? There's heaps. There's camels, capybaras, baboons, chimpanzees, Red pandas, Asian elephants, lions, tigers, um, cheetahs, zebras, giraffes, hyenas, a rhino, and orangutans. There's also Australian animals as well, like dingoes, Tasmanian devils, koalas, um, kangaroos, an emu, wombats, and also some marine life, like a saltwater crocodile, and certain fishes, a bull shark, and and also some reptiles and nocturnal animals as well. The the enclosures are really spacious. Oh, wait, there's also meerkats as well. Oh, I love them. My top favourite animals were the lions and tigers. Oh, wow, that's a huge zoo. It is. Are tigers bigger than lions? They are. In fact, I always thought that the Bengal tiger would be the largest tiger, but it turns out the Siberian tiger is the largest. Is it? There you go. The people who work at the zoo really care for these animals, and they also have veterinarians there as well. So I'm really grateful that there are some people in this world that care 
deeply enough about animals to want to take care of them. And don't you think too, it's nice to go to a zoo where you can get some education about these animals, you can see them, because when are you going to see a Siberian tiger in the wild? You're just not, ever. No, but at the same time, I feel so bad for these poor animals, having their peaceful lives disturbed by humans. But there are a lot of humans that care for animals, and that enjoy animals, so... And the, men, and the ones that don't care about animals and just want to hunt them for their parts for money, I call those people barbarians. Just like how King Triton sees all humans as barbarians because he lost his queen. King Triton from The Little Mermaid. And what else did I get up to? There is a couple of other things. I was also sent a parcel in the in the mail from a place in Adelaide Hills. Oh, that's where I'm from, Adelaide. A cookie place. And they made up some cookies that said Theo Family and Mr. A Plus and Michael. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. What was the company? We should say hello to them. The company is SA Cookie Cartel. Oh, cool. So they must be listening to this podcast. Well, if they are, I'd like to say this. Thank you so much for the parcel, guys. I really appreciate it. And it didn't just have um, cookies as well. It also had a pen, a Christmas card, and a tie-dye T-shirt. Oh, my goodness. How fantastic. Is that the tie-dye T-shirt behind you? Yes, it is. I love it. Do you love it? I I like it, but my mother hates it. (laughs) Why does she hate it? <laughs> because she reckons it doesn't suit me. <laughs> Michael, I think it's fantastic. It's so colourful. I do have to admit that when I wear it, I kind of do look like a hippie. It's not really my style. <laughs> well, maybe it's a beach shirt. You know, when you go down to the beach, you need a T-shirt that's nice and bright and colourful. Yeah. The other things I got up to is, um, for New Year's Eve, my original plan was to have a movie night in solitude, but my sister invited me to spend it with... Her boyfriend and a couple of his mates at her boyfriend's place. Mm-hmm. I was um, helping the boys man the grill because I wanted to learn how to barbecue a bit. And we also played a card game known as Cards Against Humanity. Oh, I've played that. It's pretty funny for a card game. It's also pretty rude, isn't it? Honestly, don't care. <laughs> Everyone thinks you're Mr. Clean Cut, Mr. A+, plus, but you're actually a cheeky devil, you know. Sometimes my, my sense of humour is cheeky. It is. Well, that sounds like a really fun New Year's Eve. And how did you go on the barbecue? What were you cooking? Oh, there was just steaks and onions and sausages. But Yum. I wasn't doing it by myself. My sister's boyfriend, her name's Jake, his name's Jake, um, he helped me a bit and so did one of his mates. Fantastic, Michael. Did you stay up till midnight? I certainly did. And I was certainly glad to say goodbye to 2022. Why? It was such a great year for you. You interviewed some amazing people on your podcast. You quit the job you hated. You started doing all sorts of great things. You got your first French kiss. Let me put it this way. 80% of last year was phenomenal, but 20% of it was a disappointment. Do you know what, though? I reckon if you're doing an 80-20 year, you're doing okay. That's a great statistic. If 80% of your year was good, that's a win. It is? I I reckon that's a good year. But in a sense, it could have been a little better. you got to focus on the 80, though, not the 20. Yeah, that's right. 
And I also, there's an animated film that I really wanted to see for, throughout last year. It's, but it's got released in December. It's called Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, how was it? Loved it. I love it more than the Shrek, than the Shrek films. Do you? There you go. Because Puss in Boots came from the original Shrek. Yep, the, the, the second film, actually. The second film, that's right. It was a character in the second film, and then he got his own little spin-off. Called Puss in Boots, which was released back in 2011. But the sequel to Puss in Boots is actually better than the first one. There you go. You heard it first here, people. In fact, um, it's about Puss learning that he's, he wasted eight of his nine lives, so he's down to his last one. Oh, that's cool. And <laughs> he, be- he developed a fear of death. He heard about a wishing star, which would grant only one singular wish. Mm. So he was on the hunt for it to wish for his lives back. One of the most amazing villains ever created by DreamWorks is a wolf who's actually death itself. The wolf um, was there to witness eight, the eight lives that Puss wasted. Puss didn't even notice him because Puss laughs at the face of death. And this wolf finds the idea of nine lives absurd. The wolf um, wears a cloak, has red eyes, and carries a pair of sickles. Sickles are farming tools, mm. but is an amazing villain. You love villains, don't you? Yep, but that's the kind of villain that I'd love to play. Can you do his voice? Yep. Everyone thinks they'll be the one to defeat me. But no one's escaped me yet. Oh, that's good. You do a good villain, Michael. Someone has to cast you as a villain in something. You know, I'm not I'm not a cat person. I find the very idea of nine lives absurd. Oh, you've been practicing. Yeah. But I can't do his whistle though. Um, whenever his whistle is heard, Puss's um fur stands up. Oh, gets like a chill. Yep. And there are actually more villains in that film as well. Um, there's Jack Horner. He's, he calls himself Big Jack Horner, but he was formerly Little Jack Horner. Oh, yeah. Little Jack Horner is not a fairy tale. That's just a nursery rhyme. Do you know it? Not off by heart. I think I do. Little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his uh, Christmas, Christmas pie. pie. He put in his thumb, put, a, um, put out a plum, and said, "What a good boy am I!" That's the one. And the man that voiced him was none other than John Mulaney. He, he's a stand-up comedian. Mm. And th- four other villains were Goldilocks and the Three Bears crime family. <laughs> Overall, I just really love that film. How many times did you see it, Michael? Twice. Ah, because you seem to know a lot of the lines already, and you probably... And I've seen a lot of clips on YouTube, too. Right, so you've been just memorising them, have you? Yeah, I have. That's so good. I also realised who my favourite Hanna-Barbera character is. Who's that? Snagglepuss. I've been practising his voice a lot recently. Go on, give me a Snagglepuss. Okay. Heavens to Murgatroyd! His shooting has improved! He's in the next room. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll just snag him with his tea strainer. Come out, come out, come out, wherever you are. He's one of my childhood cartoons that I used to watch. In fact, check it out. 
Michael is showing me a large plush snagglepuss. Where did you get that from? eBay. Not to be confused with the Pink Panther. The Pink Panther is not a Hanna-Barbera character. No. He's an MGM character. Well, it sounds like you had a, a lovely holiday, catching up with people, enjoying your family, eating good food. I yeah. do have to ask you, how was your mum's tiramisu? It's tiramisu. It's tiramisu. How was your mum's tiramisu? Tiramisu. Tiramasu. The tiramasu. Tiramisu. Tiramisu? Yep, that's better. Okay, good. How was it? It was really amazing. Most of it was gone by the end of the day. So the tiramisu is very popular. Yep. Oh, and um, during this time time off that I've had, I finally bought the box set of The Office. I decided that it's that that it's time that I that I see it. You will love it. Which one, the English or the American version? The American one. It's more well known. Well, some people like the English one better because it came first. Well, each to their own. I'd be interested to hear your review on that, Michael. I'm still yet to to uh, start watching it though. Mm. That's another project, and um. I'm also looking into getting back into doing yoga again. Is there a reason for that? Yeah. Um, I've decided to make a few changes recently. Um, I've been going for power walks recently mm-hmm. and cutting certain foods for my diet altogether. Are you looking to keep fit and healthy? Yeah, and keep an eye on my weight. Great plan, Michael. And that means I no longer have two sandwiches at lunch. I just have one sandwich and... Bit of bit of fruit. Now, speaking of sandwiches, I did see on your Instagram, on the Mr. A Plus Instagram, that you had a rather large and delicious looking Reuben sandwich, which you declared to be the best sandwich in the world. Well, yeah, it's because it is. <laughs> I have to agree, it's a pretty fine sandwich. I'm not sure Thanks. it's the best in the world, but it's definitely in my top five. Other people... Might beg to beg to differ, but that's also their opinion as well. Everyone's entitled to their own. But well, I consider the Reuben sandwich the best because it's my favourite sandwich. But I kind of prefer it when it comes from a deli. Tell us what's in the Reuben sandwich. Oh, it contains pastrami or corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, Thousand Island dressing, and rye bread. Delicious. And is the cheese melted? Of course it is. That sounds delicious, and it is. I might have to have one soon now that you've mentioned it. The thing is, you just have to find a place that serves Reuben sandwiches. They're an old favourite that's made a comeback. Yeah, they're, they're a very popular sandwich over in New York. Mm. They're, they're sold in a lot of delis over there, mm. especially Jewish ones. It's so lovely to see your face. Have you had a haircut? I did, yeah. Yeah, it looks good. You're looking like, sharp. Thanks. I got it like two hours ago. Wow. Look at me, noticing your new do. Yes. Are you growing a beard as well? No. Maybe you should grow a goatee. You know what a goatee is? The goatee's like the moustache with the little chin beard. Why don't you grow one of those? I look unattractive. What about what about just like one of those Lincoln, those Abraham Lincoln beards that just no no moustache with just the the beard that goes around? No. No. What about one of those handlebar moustaches that goes like just down right down your chin? It wouldn't suit me. Onto your neck. You could make it go all the way down your neck. If I was in my 40s or 50s, then I'd probably consider it. <laughs> 2023, is it the year of the Michael Theo moustache? That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> we just look forward to another huge year with you, Michael. Same here.
I can't wait to see what adventures you come up with. Can't wait either. Well, everyone, thank you very much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Welcome back to our new year of 2023. Happy New Year once again. And do yourselves a favor this year. Aim for the stars and dream big dreams. And enjoy yourselves. Live life to the fullest. Live it well. Thank you, Mandy. Thanks thanks for the conversation today. I appreciate it. Great chatting to you, Michael. Likewise. Always a pleasure. Take care, everybody. See you all next week. Take care.